It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody, welcome to Matt Men, your source for all things professional wrestling. I'm your host, Andrew Zarin. Of course, I'm joined by Rich. Stambolian, as I am each and every week. Rich, the Stamboli Stambolian. I guess so, that man. Good. Thanks. I like the. I like this. When you is like, what I hey. I'm joined every, like every week. Uh, it's my yeah. joints work. Of course, uh, John, the Crusher layman. Mm. This is also here on the couch. I, uh, I appreciate the Crusher as opposed to the st- Stromboli Stambolian. Yeah, <laughs> the Stromboli Stambolian. <laughs> That's the first time you've heard that joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, almost thirty-three. Definitely haven't heard my name butchered from the know, entirety of my do life. Do you know what what it means? Your last what? name? Like, do do you know? Yeah, I do. It's a it it's it means. Uh, at some point in the lineage of my family, you're an Italian. I was Italian. <laughs> I, was an, I was like the end of 2001. I was the baby in space, except in <laughs> Armenia. Uh, apparently, uh, at some point in uh, the lineage of my family, my name is derived from a guy who went to Istanbul from Armenia for work uh, okay. to go back and forth. The Istanbul so, part, right? So it was a guy who traveled to a city to, dun, 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 to do work and then come back. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rich and I are the most un-Armenian people. It's true, but I do speak it. I don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. I eat it. I eat, you do I eat, eat Armenian it. food, but I don't speak Armenian language. We've never bonded on that, and I'm so happy no. about that. Why? Like, you're Armenian. You're like the only Armenian friend I have, but we didn't need to bond over that. True. We yeah. had things like professional wrestling mm-hmm. to bond over. Yeah, knowing two Armenians is more than enough for me. Oh, it's, it, you know, this is an anomaly. <laughs> it's the full, this is the, like, the this is actually mm-hmm. an anomaly. You will never find two Armenians talking professional wrestling in the same room. But your family looks Except right. in, uh, in California. Except yeah. in California, where everybody's talking professional wrestling. Frankie Kazarian is the number one guy there. Booyah. And then he's not even Armenian, so. Booyah. Uh, a lot to talk about today. Oh, boy. Raw was good. Raw was really good. Yeah. Uh, they've made it up to everybody, I guess. <laughs> Do we, hate it? Do we hate it now because they're giving it to us? <laughs> no, no, we're not going to hate it. But you know what's interesting, though? I was thinking this, and this entire CM Punk debacle, right? How he left and everything got whacked out. He really, if you look about, look at it, he, just, he, he nearly screwed Daniel Bryan out of that main event. Like, if he's Daniel Bryan is the one who suffered from it because he took his place in that Triple shit, H match. He got the shit, shit, the shit storyline that he didn't want. He got the shit storyline that he didn't want, and he ended up getting stuck with it. And if it wasn't for this like crazy internet following that he has, mm. he would not have been in that main event. Mm. Are you? Uh, are you like the rest of the IWC? Have you turned on CM Punk? I never. I, I screw him. I. <laughs> I never had a feeling about it. Like I wasn't like, oh, good for him or awful. Like this sucks. Like I always said, you know what. He probably got burnt out, and he walked out. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the best thing to do. Like, would I have done it? I don't know. I'm not him. Yeah, well, you're not in that position. Like, I'm not in the position to judge him. Like, who knows what the situation was? Mm-hmm. Like, what if he went there, and, and then they offered him, like, half the money he was making, and he said, screw you, I'm walking out. <laughs> I'm laying <laughs> down for the rest of Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah. we're, we're handing <laughs> out. That's what he did. <laughs> he cuts. By uh, the way, that was so weird, that Rumble. 
It's the that road he just dog. he pulled the road dog. The road mm-hmm. dog. He's taking a nap. Road dog. He just literally grabbed the 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 post and just hugged it the it's entire called, time. It's called going primal. It's you go back to your primal instincts <laughs> and you play dead and curl up into a little ball and hope the monster does not kill you. Uh, Buckweed in our chat says uh, CM Punk will be on Talking Dead on Sunday. Tentatively, and they're billing him as super fan Phil Brooks. Phil Brooks, <laughs> formerly uh, AKA CM Punk. Now he does own the name. Yeah. Uh, when he re-signed with them in 2011, he did a weird deal where he gave up gave up some rights. I think it's mm. merchandising rights he gave yeah. up, but he owned that's his name. He brought it to the table. Yeah, interesting that they're spoiler. building it like that. Spoiler. Yeah, he's a new member of uh, Compliment. Oh boy, I I oh, feel like ten o'clock after that's gonna happen. If, <laughs> if that I feel like if that dude because he always Kill seems books. like he has such a short uh, tolerance for people, he would just put all their faces through a window. Yeah. Especially the uh, all of them, the um, especially the people who are on Comic Men, the dude, <laughs> the dude who looks like Ponce de Leon. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me, dude? So um, <laughs> d- that Daniel Bryan situation, let's talk about that first because that was stellar yeah, how they did you it. Thought so? I thought they did a really good job with it. Yeah, it could have been so much worse. How about you, Rich? I enjoyed um, Occupy Raw. I thought it was great. I liked how Triple H fed into it. I, I got I got what I wanted. I got Steph. I love it when Stephanie she was very good. goes she overboard. She was yeah. unbelievable. So good. We haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Um, when she's like, it's mine. Everything's <laughs> mine. It's mine. You know what my problem with it was? Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed because I'm the one that usually follows this crap. Uh, but that weird black dude that was next to him during the whole thing that was like not paying attention, all he was trying to do was yeah, check, yeah, yeah, check yeah. his phone and take pictures yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, I saw him. It was like, he was like I, an older guy. Yeah, I was fixated on that. And then at one point, he just like gives up. Like, like everyone, everybody's doing the, you know, mm. the yes chance, and he just kind of walks away and comes back. I don't know who this dude was. <laughs> he must have had some good pull to get that boring ass spot not cut on uh, on TV. He uh, apparently like there was like a. A smattering of fans, but the rest of them were like ring crew yeah. and like backstage guys. So he may have been just like catering. He was Virgil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was Virgil. It was just a guy <laughs> to catering. Um, I thought they did a great job. Stephanie is so good at that role of just mm. being this asshole. Yeah, like, and you could tell like that's Vince's thing. Like, it, they, she just feeds off of like they're both very convincing. It's easy. Yeah. They're easily disliked. What I you know, for a second I was thinking this, and I and I thought, you know, she's cutting that promo, and she's like, everything is mine, my family's, I worked my whole life for this, mm. and all I could think of is Shane. Yeah. And how, like, yeah, it's a, it's a work, like, they're doing it on air, but, like, what does he think when he hears that? He probably doesn't even watch, he probably hasn't watched wrestling since he left. I, he probably still What's he doing now? Shane, uh, Shane is actually, he's, um... He may have stepped down, but he was like the the VP or CEO of a, the Directv for China. Oh, great! Like it's a humongous company. He's yeah. in New York now, but he's doing. He's like he's out there doing stuff. He's, he's out like, there doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's doing really yeah. well for himself. Right. He brought the company public. I mean, he made a ton of money with it. But I I always think about Shane and the position that he's in. I, I watched that Howard Stern interview with Vince from two thousand one. It's mm-hmm. like a rarity to find this. And Vince was really open about everything. He spoke about his drug use. He spoke about having an affair with, uh, you know, years of having affairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he started talking about the company. And Howard asked him, you know, what are you going to do? Are you leaving the company? He's like, yeah, I'm leaving it to my my son Shane and his wife Marissa. Uh, and, of mm-hmm. course, Stephanie. Like, Stephanie right. was secondary. It was Shane and Marissa that were going to run the company. Mm-hmm. Marissa still is their accountant, I think. 
It's very interesting facts. Yeah, like that was fascinating to hear. And in a matter of, you know, a couple of years, how everything shifted where Shane is out of the picture. He, he has no control, like nothing to do with the company. Mm-hmm. It's all Stephanie and Triple H and more Hunter. Yeah. Like Stephanie's really not day to day anything anymore. It's all going to him. Amazing. It's kind of cool. You know, um, you know, Shane's going to show up at Mania. You know what? This is what I was thinking. This would be a perfect way to bring him into a storyline. It could even just be a three month storyline where, uh, you know, they're they're beating on Daniel Bryan and Stephanie's saying, like, this is my company. I Like, he wins the title at the end. This is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He wins the title. They do it Monday night. He, she comes out and threatens to strip him of the title. Everybody's saying, oh, God, they're going to screw him again. Mm. They're going to screw him again with this. So they're demanding that he relinquishes the title. It's my company. Shane's music hits. Not your company. I'm also a part owner in the company. Here comes Vince now trying to separate the feud. Next pay-per-view Extreme Rules, you get Triple H, Shane McMahon. Wonderful. I think uh, <laughs> do you like it. I don't think that will really happen. I think well, mm-hmm. I I think you're pretty right on about the the Shane thing coming out. Yeah. If they want to do that, it'd probably be if ha- they wanted it, that's the perfect way to do it. No, I think the perfect way they do. It, I don't think it's the perfect way to do it. I think that you, they would probably do it during WrestleMania. That they would bury the hell out of uh, Brian during the Triple H match, and that way Triple mm-hmm. H still gets his his win during a WrestleMania, and then have Shane come out and goes, you know what, you guys screwed him. He's still going to the main event. I think the story of mm-hmm. WrestleMania has to be Daniel Bryan defying all odds. Yeah, he's gonna where he's gonna break both his arms during. He, yeah, uh, like he's <laughs> Triple H is gonna destroy him. Like yeah, he's gonna yeah. get beat up, beat up, beat up because then Triple H doesn't look weak. He gets the pin. Yeah, in this miraculous thing, he's going into the main event. Beat up, destroyed. How could he possibly win? And he wins it. I expect that main event to be very short. Uh, I don't, I don't know, think man. So. I feel like it's going to be long. I think the Triple H match is going to open it. Um, you think so? Yeah, I think it's going to yeah, be I guess like they second, have to open it. second on the card. What about that 30 man uh, Battle Royal? That'd probably be first. Oh, God. Yeah. Let's, we got to talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> I'm too. excited for that. Yeah, me too. Uh, that was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever heard in my life. Dude, bro. There's a like, lot of screw ups. A lot. Like, it just, I, I got really confused. Mm hmm. He's like, and apparently all Hulk Hogan is doing with the network is just watching himself. Oh, yeah. That's all he's done. I was watching the match. He's like, like, brother, I was watching the the WWE Network at home, and I was watching me and, ooh, yeah, Randy Savage, and me and Ultimate Warrior, and, like, he's going on about every one of his matches and how great they were. And he goes, and it dawned on me, we're going to have a 30-man royal battle royal rumble with over-the-top for the I mean, Andre the Giant commemorative the, plaque extravaganza memorial show. Three guys in the ring. <laughs> that's, just, that's what got me, man. Oh, yeah, the three guys like, in the ring. It, is it three guys? Three and guys then in the ring. John is like, I'll be one of those guys. Great. Who's the other dude? It's going to be three different, different eras of Andre the Giant. It's going to be Princess Bride. Yeah. It's going to be end of career. And it's going to be early like, a- Big Afro. Big Afro yeah, thing, Andre. Big Afro You know what I thought they were going to do? And by the way, did you hear the rumor? Uh, this is so hysterical how the internet happens. <laughs> Meltzer and Brian Alvarez on, on Wrestling Observer Live, they were talking about this. And Brian Alvarez says, did you guys hear? It's a seven-foot gold statue. It's a solid gold seven-foot statue. Like, he was being yes. sarcastic. Every one of these idiot websites so picked awesome. it up. Every one of them says, Brian Alvarez from Figure Four Weekly confirms that the stat- that the award is going to be a seven-foot solid gold statue. No, the- 
how do you move this? Know what it is, really? It's really the big show. This is what they're doing big show. They're going to encase him in gold and make him look like Andre. He's, it's a good way to get the dudes who are clearly not on any of the card. You know what else thing. I was thinking they would have done? Make it like the last, you know, superstars of WrestleMania past. No, thank you. Like, I thought that's what he was going for. Like, when he, he was saying it, and they'd done it, the gimmick battle royal. But I was thinking, I'm like, who's in the condition to wrestle? They're the other one with Iron Sheik. Warrior. Yeah, because you know why he won? They, he couldn't fall over. He's awesome. Like, I was thinking yeah, maybe <laughs> Warrior <laughs> comes out. Break him. Warrior. Like, Warrior comes out. Warrior but, comes out. Warrior's still jacked. Warrior is still unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but it was very uncomfortable. The whole John that whole John Cena segment was mm-hmm. weird. And Hogan's not getting like a stellar reaction when he comes out. I think he is, man. I think he got a pretty good pop on Monday. I think the reason why he's not getting that is because it's right at the beginning of the show. Mm, I'm uh, at the, I'm at twenty percent now. With what? Oh, with getting refueled by Hulkamania. Brother, brother, yeah. brother. I, I lost I lost steam this time. Did do you, you think yeah. do you think he's gonna get physical at all in Mania? I nope. think so. He has to. He's gonna do to you. He has to. At least He's gonna do that. definitely do the what you. on the Wyatts. Yeah, yeah. so dumb. I'm gonna be, that's gonna be what, great. What world are we living in? Where in the first year of the Wyatts' career, we have have uh, John Wyatt. We have John Wyatt. We have Bray, Bray, John Wayne Gracie, Bray Wyatt, and John Cena and Hogan somehow involved with the Wyatts. Isn't that, isn't that a bizarre it's very world? Weird. It's like, awesome. That's pro wrestling. You know you. what though? I I would love to make like a betting site where you bet weird angles, <laughs> like. You're like, okay, uh, WrestleMania, you're going to have John Cena, uh, Brayway, mm-hmm. and Hulk Hogan involved in some way. Nice. Like, if, if, like, what would the odds for that be? It'd be like you would win a shit ton of money if that's what you bet on. It's true. It's, but it's, it's, you could throw anything else out there, and, and more than likely, at least a bunch of what you say will come to fruition. Like CM Punk quitting. CM Punk quitting. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan being in two matches at WrestleMania. Two yeah. pay- you think he gets two paychecks? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That, that's why they're doing the thirty man uh battle royale. Yeah. Everyone's getting paid this year. Yeah. Um I think I Cesaro's... because this may be the last year that they're all getting paid. Yeah. Cesaro uh I think is winning. Yeah. Yeah. He he's had a tremendous tremendous push. That's uh, what's gonna happen is that he's him getting the trophy is gonna mean him getting a towel shot and he's gonna cash it in right after Brian wins. Who's gonna get the... oh, so Cesaro. what what does the trophy mean? He like means you win. They are Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> I am now like do they become Andre? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least to come out on Monday dressed like Andre yeah. from like Princess Bride. You know what? Big Show's going to win that. No. Yeah, that's going to be his like. Yeah. Okay, go yeah. retire now. No, Big Show's going to win it. No way. Because it it makes so much sense. Like he's like he was the son of Andre. No, it's going to come According down to WCW history. Here, we're not going by that anymore. Here's here's me. Uh, oh, we're always going by it. Here's yeah. me, here's me putting my money into the. Okay. Uh, into Let's your, do this into your betting uh, into your betting fa- fantasy betting website. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro wins after he does the Cesaro swing to Big Show. No, Cesaro's going to have yes. a match. With, no, but Cesaro has, is going to have a match with uh, Jack Swagger. You don't know that. You don't know that. Yeah. No, they're going to. They're going to. That. Ha- that could happen at uh, on a Raw. It could be Big E. Uh, I'm I'm putting my money down right now. Big Show's winning. Yeah, I feel like they're going to take the title off of Big E before as soon Romania. as possible. Well, are they going to unify those belts? I don't know. Yes. You think so? I don't know. You're acting like a fact, like it's a fact. They should. <laughs> I hope. I hope they do. I that U.S. title has always bothered me. I absolutely hate it. And we're not but because I've been watching so much. Do- stat- yeah, it's all like, It's like hideous. It that WCW U.S. title that they had, like in the late '90s. Mm-hmm. My God, what a good looking belt! It was a good looking belt. Oh, mm-hmm. my, it, and it was a big size. Like it was mm-hmm. a nice size belt. It wasn't those weird. 
tag team titles sucked in WCW. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those little tiny ones. Uh, but I was watching, I'm like, why would they use that title? Like, it's such a better looking title. Mm. I never I never had a problem with the, with the current belt. I, I The thing about the U.S. title, it always looks like the Puerto Rican flag from a distance. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Puerto Rican champion. That is true. I would have loved for Savio Vega to have that title oh, and to have his own Puerto Rican version of it. It's another thing about the... Uh, about watching the network, speaking of Savio Vega, uh, I was watching a bunch of stuff from like the mid nineties and yo man, these costumes were horrifying yeah. and awful. And, uh, I watched, uh, I think it was like SummerSlam one year or like Survivor Series. Can I just add, do you know why you're noticing it? I, HD television. <laughs> kind of, even though it's not HD, obviously uh-huh. still in this crappy 480, whatever yeah. I, because, uh, a lot of the modern TVs do a lot of like resampling and they yeah. have, higher pixel density you note it like the quality is better obviously mm-hmm. so you're noticing like all these like imperfections in everything like in everything like the outfits that's mm-hmm. one thing that i've noticed is like they're like these outfits are just like put together by like a piece of string like one one pull it's falling apart well it's it's that and it's just, it's a lot of uh a lot of loose pants and like loose yeah, shirts yeah. like I, I, it was a survivor series i think 95 or 94 it was uh it was the dark side, which is Undertaker's team, and it was like Savio Vega, um, Batu, who's Rikishi, yeah, and somebody else, and like Savio Vega just wore like a ripped up Undertaker shirt, and so did this is like so Batu, you know, just like really odd clothing. Uh, and Taker was awesome; he was like the Undertaker, yeah, you know. Well, he's always gonna look good, except for a few years he had an awful costume. You mean uh, American Badass? That and like <laughs> I think in a flash you some of the Lord of Darkness stuff. I I really like him. Oh, like the Ministry, like the an aging Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. he put his makeup on yet. Uh, no, I've also, also noticed too, especially watching this old stuff. The, you know, the, like you see Flair's robes and you see like the old like crazy like good outfits. Yeah, but now I feel like everyone's a slob because everyone's a walking billboard for their T-shirt that they're wearing. Yeah, yeah. So I want some spoocing up. I want something I beyond like Randy Orton and his freaking T-shirt and underwear, the snake on it as underwear. Underwear a boys. More. A little bit more. That's from the Attitude Era, mostly. Like yeah. The, like the merch stuff. You, you know, know what I hate from the Attitude Era? The guys who come out, like, in a, just a WWF t-shirt. Like, randomly, it. like, Dan Severn would come out just wearing a WWE t-shirt. I love it. Dan Severn with his sweaty, white sweatshirt love that he would come out, oh, the yeah. cut-up sweatshirt. The beast. Uh, I also saw the... I, I was... I, like you fall down that rabbit hole, and I went online. I was looking up Dan Severn stuff. Mm-hmm. There was an episode like he came out with like forty titles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Jim Cornette was holding six of them, yeah. and like, and if you look at it, both of them are UFC titles. They're the same ones. Mm-hmm. One is like the old one, and one is the new one. I got two of them. I, he really has one, but he had two. Take that, Ultimate Dragon. Uh, that NWA thing that they did. Which yeah. is on the network now. That's weird too, because it wasn't the NWA Heavyweight Championship; it was the NWA North American Championship right. that they brought on TV. Yeah, yeah. Which means nothing. Uh, and the NWA North American Tag Team Championship, which was weird too. But you know, watching the network, and I'd love to hear from the audience too. Does it make you appreciate the product more now because it's so seamless? No. Or do you watch and you say this is so much better than what's on TV right now? No. Uh, why don't you go first? I I think it's a don't forget like eliminate the nostalgia. Like, no, I think there's I think there's there's certain nuances and certain things that make older product good and and some of what we're watching now better. Obviously, the production value is a lot better, but 
back in the day, like I watched an old Raw or something like that, they were doing more stuff. They were doing like more mm-hmm. sp- special effects and crazier stuff. They were building sets that just weren't like tables and chairs strapped to a wall. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's there's a give and a take. I think there's a lot of you know elements that like uh, like I feel there was more energy overall when yeah. I watched the old stuff. Like I I pine over for the the crowds that they weren't distracted by their cell phones. Yeah, like there was so like if you watch an old like. Like, I've been catching for whatever reason. Like, at 11 o'clock at night, they've been showing the ECW crap, but yeah. it's still Eastern Championship. Like, 94, 93. Yeah, and it's, it's weird because, like, oh, wow, Kevin Sullivan and, like, Sandman doing stuff. But with with that, the crowd was so engaged and so, like, everyone's standing and there's yeah. a certain type of energy yeah. that you can't find anymore. No, that... Y- like, t- this week, I was watching main event. I, I think, yeah, I think from... Was it done Tuesdays now? Monday, yeah, Wednesday, live Wednesday. Yeah, something Wednesday, like that. Yeah, Wednesday, yeah. Uh... And there's uh, during the um, no, t- it was Tuesday. It was a live main event yeah. on Tuesday. AJ and uh, what's your face? Holy cow! That match. It was an awesome match. But there was fourteen w- minutes. There was one dude in the front row. You got a front row ticket. I think it was this dude with a big uh-huh. gnarly beard, bad hair, and he's just like the whole time he's dead center in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. He's like in the center spot. Just like <laughs> doing the whole match. Uh-huh. Like what a waste! What are you what doing here? Uh, I hope he's in a wheelchair. It's, it's not that I don't want him playing the cap. I hope that he has some issue of why he's in that front row. Why he's in that front row not it's, reacting? It's it's the age of the internet that kind of ruins it. I I love watching the old stuff because you see the reactions again. The reactions yeah. of the crowd where like uh, there would be women like like business women in the audience yeah. like going absolutely Screaming, bananas yeah. for like Shawn Michaels or like the Arn Anderson, you know, <laughs> like cheering for for uh, for men. And they thought it was real. Yeah. Um, but that, you watch like. The, it's less a WWE crowd, but more like mm-hmm. if you watch like WCCW, which they have like a marathon happening right now. These guys, like for the time, what they were doing, mm-hmm. like it was really like edgy shit, yeah. like much better than what the WWE was doing in the early 80s and, and mid 80s, uh, better than what Crockett was doing. Like, and there's a specific style to every territory. Like you watch WCCW stuff and then you watch. WWE from the same era, and you watch, uh, I guess, Crockett. Mm. Totally different styles. Yeah. And I think that's what made it unique. And even in the 90s, like, you watch a match, everybody had a different style. Yeah. So, like, you see a lot of moves that do not exist anymore in professional wrestling. But with that said, it's a lot more sloppy wrestling. Right. A lot of rest holds, uh, a lot of, like, confusion. Like, when you're watching it, like, mm-hmm. you could tell that they're trying to communicate and they're having a lot of confusion in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like, a lot of things are no-sold because they don't know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. Like, for whatever reason, like, I was watching 90, 98, like, almost every match, like, the guy does a sit-down par- power bomb on him. He goes for the pin. He kicks out. It's a quick two kick out. And he just stands up mm-hmm. and punches the guy. You just got power bombed. Yeah. Just got power bombed. Like, the aspect of selling... Like, that's why Shawn Michaels was so good, because I think people just didn't understand the psychology of, I just got power bombed. I better lay on the floor for 20 seconds. Ric Flair. Great example. Mm. Why was Ric Flair so good? Because the guy could sell for days. Well, it makes the match look better. I mean, yeah. overall, that's that's one half of the match. Yeah, no, absolutely. But but I think it's something that is, I mean, I never really noticed it when I was a kid watching. I think it, it became like an art. I, I definitely appreciate it more. Like that's, I think, half the reason why. Now. Yeah, why we even yeah. talk about Dolph Ziggler at this point. It's not something that's he's the flashiest guy in the world, but his selling 
technique is amazing. Is anybody still talking about Dolph Ziggler? I I mean he's still <laughs> he's still a good yeah. worker. No, but but he has a thing. Your their in ring quality of the entire roster, right? If you looked in ninety eight, ninety nine, there was a really really g- big gap between the guy who's not that good and the guy that was number one. Yeah. Now that gap is a lot smaller because. Pretty much everybody in that roster is a decent wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have anyone that, that, Kali, I mean, Kali, but he's an attraction, yeah. you know, like he doesn't cap. But yeah. like the guys that, like the workers, nobody is like a thousand times better than the other one. Right. Like, Dolph's, all the mid, the mid cards are equivalently good in mm-hmm. ring ability, just somebody has it and the other one doesn't. Right. That's the difference between the product now and the product then, where you would have just like the oddities out. Yeah. Kurgan. Yeah, mm. like this guy had a spot on the roster. Well, I watched that the, Bash and Booger. Yeah, Bash and Booger. <laughs> I just watched the the special on the uh, the Legends Roundtable thing about the Giants. Yeah, and they're all talking about the fact that these were guys with the attractions, and like there were dudes who were like borderline disabled, like the uh, the big Baba. fat the big fat twins. Uh, got riding a little more. Oh, the guys like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the the. The Hayes, the Hayes, the, the, the brothers. No, you're so thinking Hayes six Calhoun. Yeah, Hayes six Calhoun, a guy who's you know borderline disabled. But like the French Angel, you ever see the French Angel? Yes, that yes. guy is. Yeah. He is a nightmare. Like he is like George Animal Steel's like next evolution in Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's uh, John Baba? John Baba. Yeah. Um, Kali. Kali. Cho. Uh, Andre. Yeah. Um. I remember watching that. Like, who else did they mention? Because like, they mentioned a lot of older. Well, they, they brought big up. Dudes. They brought up Kali, Great Giant Gonzalez. Oh yeah. yeah, they were talking about guys who can't work, like big guys that can't work. And they brought up Giant Gonzalez, and then they brought up Kali, and they were, and then like they all felt bad that they said that. And I think he's Michael, such a, well, they he's say, such a good guy. Well, that's what they yeah. say about all these dudes is that they're all gigantic sweethearts. Like, mm-hmm. no, like they can't get rid of Kali because he's so lovable. The, the interesting <laughs> aspect was that like how much pain. <laughs> How much pain these guys are in. Like, they were yeah, talking about Andre. Like, they couldn't use the restroom. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I, I, I think it was Haystacks Calhoun. No, they, for Andre, he had to go. If he was going anywhere, he had to get an enema. Yeah, but they were talking about another guy that had to actually, like, they curtained off the yeah. back so he could use the restroom. Well, they said the. the I think it was Haystacks. The two, the two gigantic twins riding the bicycles. Yeah. They had a, like, they got the whole, like, men's shower, like, the, the huge, like, you know, football, mm-hmm. you know, locker room style thing. And they would wash her gigantic, terrible bodies. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're never going to get awesome. that anymore. One man gang. One man gang. Yeah. yeah. We're never going to get those guys anymore. That's one of the guys they talked about. One man gang. I forgot how big that dude was. He's a big dude. Tremendous man. guy. Yeah. And then I went into a Akeem the African Dream. Oh, yeah. Hellhole. Yeah. Of, did you ever watch the dudes uh, when he gets transformed? Into Akeem, Akeem? yeah, no. it's like it's the it's the New York slums, either Detroit, or New York, and it's like Jim, Mean Gene, he's tux, like in Harlem in the eighties, tuxedo in the whole night, and Slick wanders off <sighs> through like a broken warehouse, holding a boombox, and he's like playing like yeah, man, you do, and then he's like hold on, I gotta change it up, like I'm gonna you know introduce my new guy, mm-hmm. and he puts on like African drums, and all these tribal Africans come running out, and sure enough. A king of the African dream comes out there spitting his stuff. In a hellhole tenement. And Mean G playing his chair like, what is this? What? I can't hear you over all this loud music. <laughs> <laughs> and he went on to team up with uh, the boss man and they were the Twin Towers. Yeah, I loved Akeem. Yeah. Weird. He and, was great. And if you uh, Google, if you go on YouTube and you do uh, Greatest Clothesline of All Time, Akeem doing it to Shawn Michaels, he kills him. Oh, I mean, yeah, he kills him, yeah. <laughs> I want Action Bronson to dress like Akeem. 
They look exactly like that's a, that's a dude that would never get away nowadays. Oh no, Hakeem. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of these guys wouldn't get away with it. Like he's like the original John Cena, if you think about it. Hakeem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me who's a, who's who else was a white rapper? No, you know. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. and then you also had a public enemy. Oh, I mean, uh, no PG thirteen. No PG thirteen, and you had a uh, yeah. Who's Wolfie D and uh, the other one? Too cool. No, um, Wolfie D. We did this, didn't we? Go yeah, we did this last week. Didn't we go week. into like a, a couple weeks ago? We yeah. got into like a Nasty Boys, Public Enemy, yeah. Yeah. Hellhole of trying to remember all the names. Too yeah. Cool doesn't count because they were like ecstasy guys. <laughs> <laughs> they were ecstasy. You know, I never thought about that. <laughs> I never thought about that. Did you watch their match on NXT? No. They had a match on NXT. Ooh, with the Ascension? Uh, yeah. They look. First of all, <laughs> the Ascension. I really, I really, they suck. Ascension is terrible. Okay. They're not. I, I, don't I, don't like like, the, I don't like the entrance. I like mm. because they're big guys. <laughs> and I'm all for big guy tag teams. Um, like they're impressive when you just look at them on the apron. I, and then you watch them. Let me talk about Too Cool for a second. Yeah. So, because I, I, I'm getting, I for, like, I wrote off Too Cool in my brain. Like, like I forgot about them. <laughs> they were sealed away. And then, like, when they showed up recently, it was like a wave, like amnesia. Like, <laughs> The walls of my brain, Inception style, breaking down. Like, oh my god, Rikiji dancing with too cool. Yeah. I forgot about this stuff, yeah. and I'm watching them now, and there's so much too cool. Yeah, and they, uh, I'm looking at them because they're really old. They're old dudes, especially the one that doesn't wear them, which, which uh, Scott Scotty, and he and he looks like old guy, but still in tremendous shape. Yeah. I really wanted to change their names, and I think they'd be successful as this cool dads. Cool <laughs> be two cool dads walking uh-huh. around with like the the baby on the front Bjorn and like put yeah. like the visor and like <laughs> doing that stuff so but still it. doing mollies on the side <laughs> yeah. doing the warm so he shaved his head uh scotty too hottie mm-hmm. on uh, and you, he debuted it on nxc looked really strange uh-huh. yeah. like really strange and brian christopher man like it's just so weird looking at him because he looks exactly like he the looks exactly like his <laughs> yeah. father, uh, but like what was his gimmick before he did? Um, before he did all that, he was a cruiserweight. Like he he was still like two like he did, was like a sexy boy. Did they call him the did they call him the prince or something like that? Or did, <laughs> no, no, no. He was like a sexy guy. He was Brian Christopher, and he was sexy. <laughs> Just but <laughs> like who, that's what it was. Who wrote that he was sexy? I mean, is that Jerry? He was a sexy guy. Is that Jerry the King I think King Andrew wrote that he was sexy. <laughs> He's a sexy boy. No, but like I rem- like. He, he was in a cruiserweight division. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he used to just wrestle Taka Mishinoku. Oh, that's Every right. yeah. day, yeah. just wrestle Taka, and he had, like, sexy on his pants. Mm. That's all it was. And the whole gimmick was that he is not, like, Jerry Lawler pretended that they are not related. That was some good stuff, too. That was actually yeah, really I, good, I because, like, that, yeah. at, at, like yeah. they were so convincing at that. I was like, maybe they're not related. No, impossible. And then you would hear him, like, cut a promo and laugh, yeah. and it's like Lawler's laugh. Poppy. He's terrible. <laughs> I am so I think everyone's sick of Lawler at this point. You know what, though? Like I'll that, tell you something. Like you that black shirt? <laughs> Vince, like, apparently that lost became, his mind. Yeah, it became a news story about that stupid shirt. Apparently, he bought it at, like, the, the Elvis house. That was from one of the Elvis specials. Yeah. But and he screwed up like crazy on Monday. Yeah. Oh, when he said that Brock Lesnar has never wrestled uh, Jerry Lawler he's never on faced, Raw. He's never faced he goes, an opponent like Undertaker. No, no, no. At WrestleMania. No, no, no. He said, <laughs> and, and, and for Brock Lesnar has never wrestled the Undertaker. And here comes JBL and Michael Cole screaming, at WrestleMania! Yeah. yeah. At WrestleMania. Yeah. He did something else, too, where he stumbled on. You know what's what's fascinating about him? Like, you watch him now, and he's like, he's a non-event. Like, you don't think twice about him. Like, he's just there, and he's making a couple comments, and... 
like he's taking a nap. Mm. And then you watch like stuff from like 97 and 98. All over the place. Like he is insane. And the stuff that he says, oh my God, hysterical. Hey, it's it's really funny, man. Like watching, um, uh, I, I, I think before the show I was talking about how I was watching Armageddon 2000 where Miss Kitty flashes the audience. The entire Divas match, this dude is just like, my God, what's going to happen? I'd like to marry her, but I can't. Too old for me. He's saying like, like all this crazy. really rude <laughs> like, stuff. Well, about did like, he, like, there was a whole Kayentai segment, mm-hmm. and he kept calling them Chinese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and then Jim Ross like, you know, they're from Japan. It goes, Japan, China, same thing. <laughs> King of the South. King of the South, baby. <laughs> like, like, what? That dude was the Stone Cold he was of Memphis. Such, he was like your drunk schizophrenic uncle. Yeah, like he's crazy. I, I I've always I mean, especially since we saw him at Comic Con, I feel like that guy is like even more of an asshole than what I've imagined. Mm-hmm. Uh what a miserable bastard. But if he was in the wig section. Whatever. Well, that's to me. It's his own problem. <laughs> Do something about your career if you're in the wig section, uh, or don't come to Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing about him is, when I go watch old stuff with him, he was such a believable, mean dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he was a yeah. great bad guy. Like I, the first time I saw it was the Clothman stuff, and then you watch some of the crap he did, like down south. He was a mean one titty dude. Oh my god! How about how about <laughs> how about with Hart? How about with the Hart family? Yeah, yeah. the stuff that he would say. Did he break uh, Paulie's Paulie's uh, jaw or something like that? Did he break someone's jaw? He did break. I, it wasn't Paulie. It was yeah. someone else. Like, no, it was it was Paul Hammond. Was it? Yeah. yeah during it was during the whole uh, feud, the ECW feud. He said he did it on purpose. Yeah. What was it, Paul Heyman? Yeah, it's the yeah. opening of opening line of. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if it was Paul Heyman. Was I'm Paul almost Heyman. convinced it wasn't. Uh, let's see. It was Paul Heyman. I'm on. I'm on WWE Network right now. It was Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. Who was who what white guy was uh was wrestling barefoot? Is that um Orndorf? Did Orndorf take his shoes off? Uh Rusev. Alex Rusev. No. <laughs> oh, can we talk about him for a second? Uh, Rusev? Like he, very he makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Alexander Rusev? He looks like he smells really very badly. Slavic. Bulgarian. <laughs> uh, like that that Bulgarian my my grandfather was up to some like shady stuff when I was a kid. My grandfather's from Bulgaria. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like at like eleven thirty at night, his Bulgarian friends would come over. Hey, bro! And like it was very like you had to be quiet. The house got darker. Like, the house just got dark. Like the lights are on. It like, just dims. Dims. <laughs> and like they would talk in in like Bulgarian, which is a very bizarre language. Yeah. And they're like all screaming, and then they go, "Okay, okay," and they all leave. Okay, okay. Like I never understood what he did. Hot women though. Uh, th- these were just like men. Like, slap, slap. They all, like they, they all look like the French angel. They all look Slavic. like the French angel. Like they all okay, were bro. big. Okay, they bro. were all big, and they all look greasy. Mm. Very onions. shady just stuff. Eat like this all day. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, just biting at them. Like, and this guy is like such a good role for that. Like he is a scary looking guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to talk. That's perfect. Yeah. And he should just come out and cut these weird promos and leave. I think he confuses people, though. Yeah, he does. They got to put shoes on. I, I yeah. think that's part of it. I think there's a lot. I think when people see him, like, oh, what a Russian. Look at that evil Russian guy. They brought right. up the Russians. And then they look, they look down. He's like, oh, he's a, he's a sumo guy. And right. they look at the shoes. He's like, oh, he's, he's tan. He's got no shoes on. He must be Samoan. He's just a weird guy. <laughs> he's just a weird dude. I think, I think they should nix his thing about being Bulgarian. Make him Russian. Make and, him Russian. And have him come out in, tra- in the tracksuit. Yeah. Tracksuits and yeah. uh, tuxedo uh, shoes. Yeah. This is what I've, <laughs> I've cool been saying that. this for a while. Like, I mm-hmm. want bad guy ethnic guys. Like, really monstrous, mm-hmm. like, Russians. Like, I love that. The perfect mm-hmm. time to do it. It is now. a perfect yeah. time yeah. to do it. Because they're scary again. Yeah. All right. Like, 
in the 90s, nobody was worried about Yeltsin. Yeah. Sure. You know, like nobody cared about the Russians. Then. I don't know if they're, th- they're scary, but they're in the, the American viewpoint as being a threat. Would you like a North Korean gimmick? Yes. No, because like yes. they're scary, but not really. Yeah, they are. Like I, you know what I want? Yeah, uh-huh. I want like a badass Chinese like diplomat, like a communist, like like a full blown, like full blown like capitalism. Red like you guys are idiots. Yeah. Like yeah, like that's what I want because like that's the whole thing. Like Where China's going to take over the world. They, but should, they should make it a white guy though doing that, right? They or should a, definitely or, a white guy or a Puerto Rican. Jimmy Puerto Rican guy should be doing it. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Yang Wang. But you know what I mean? Like there should be a stable of just like bad guy, like. The axis of evil. The, that's exactly what we need. <laughs> that's what you're going yeah. for. <laughs> we need, like, the, the wild Bolsheviks back. You need, you need Fuji it. did that. Though. Yeah. Fuji did have that. Yeah. Yeah. He, had, he had Yoko. He had uh, Crush. He had... Um, what was, but Crush was, like, Japanese. He was Hawaiian. He had yeah. L- Ludwig Borga. Ludwig Borga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. German in a long time. Yeah. You need... Uh, who was the... La- uh, Heidenreich, I think, was the last... Like, he was supposed to be, like, that menacing... No, no. You know who you're talking about? You're talking about the other guy, the Australian guy. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I totally forgot his name. Like, they yeah. cut, like, these crazy vignettes about how he's been in prison for years, yeah. and now he's coming. And he was another guy that they, they fed to the Undertaker. The Colossus of Bago Road. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> I can't remember it either. Ah, it's so weird. Pa- Paul Virchel? No, that was the guy who was the pirate. No. the yes. pir- Nathan Not Jones? Kazarni. Nathan Jones. No, pirate. No. Nathan Jones. That's who it was. Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Thank um, you. Thank you, Buckwheat. Yeah. Top. Uh... No, uh, Paul Burchill, he, he was like Paul Burchill, and then he had like this incestuous angle with like his sister on like, on yeah, the you're show. right. But you're then, right. then they made him a pirate, and he used to swing down on a rope. Ooh. And he looked awesome. Oh, weird. But like, there was no place. It, this was like five years ago. Yeah. There's no place for a, like a full blown Jack Sparrow pirate on SmackDown. Says you, brother. What did you guys think of the Undertaker, uh, Paul Heyman skit? I don't like it. I yeah. had a problem with it. I Number one, they had announced that Undertaker was, had a, had an announcement that he was going to make. That's why think, he was there. I don't think we should stick to the advertisements anymore. That he's going to murder. I mean, was that it? That he's going to murder? Man, like, rest in peace. I'm going to kill you. You're going to be dead. <laughs> like, Paul Heyman was great. Mm-hmm. But, like, Undertaker, like, do you want Undertaker to come out and cut a long promo? Like, you can no. do it, man. I have no problem with that. I get weirded out when he does that. Oh, I like when he talks. Yeah. The scars. But, is that, but it was such a, I think it's like such a missed opportunity. I think they're using Heyman as, like, a filibuster, kind of. For a lot of segments. Like, kind of. Have him come out there and, and like babble on about Brock Lesnar and say his name a bunch of times. That's fine. I'm cool that with that. Bothers me. Yeah, I'm okay it, with man. that. I, I got chills, man, because that, like, I always loved, I forgot about the setup to Rest in Peace, and then when he did it, I was like, yeah, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. It's great. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm curious on what kind of shape he's going to be in. I'm more curious about what's going to go down on this week's premiere of Total Divas. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go into that because I don't watch that. Tell me, girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just psyched. I, I, there's yeah. nothing to talk about. I'm, I'm sitting at the edge of my seat. They're doing ahead. a lot of promo work for it. They are. And it looks like they're going, uh, I think John C is going to murder uh, one of the Bella twins this hey, year. I'm going to kill them. They're going to swap, actually. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bella swap. <laughs> Twin magic. Um, Jer- he has a great Jerry Lawler line. <laughs> if the Japanese are so smart, why do they eat with sticks? <laughs> <laughs> King of the South. King, King of the South. South. Gary Lawler is the uh, is your uh, is your racist archetype. Yeah. Mabel's so big when he was a baby they baptized him in SeaWorld. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Who wrote his, he didn't write his own material, did he? No, he did, because he did his own, yeah. didn't he have like a stand up thing for a little yeah. while? 
Yeah. He's a, a quick dude. What a goon. <laughs> look at this. There's a five-year-old girl cheering for Shawn Michaels. Jerry Lawler says, look at her. Now I know why animals eat their young. That's pretty good. That, that is, is a really good. good one. Helen Hart is so old, she remembers when the Dead Sea was sick. Oh, he should <laughs> shit on the Hart family, <laughs> yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Especially on her. He's a straight edge, man. So weird. And I'm not know, a racist yeah. like Bret Hart. I hate everyone. Uh, why? Why do? You, why is Bret Hart racist? Who's racist? Where are you I'm on a website. Jerry, Jerry, KingJerryLawler.com slash quotes. Bret Hart won't wrestle a black guy. Fact. Uh, is that Paul Heyman's <laughs> face, or did his butt grow out of his nose? <laughs> Am I right? Have you ever seen Bret Hart wrestle a black <laughs> no. dude? No. Think about it. No, I don't think there's a single one. That's really nuts. If if you're right about or, that, or any ethnic people whatsoever, can you look at that stat? See, all he his... keeps it white. <laughs> Because it's been like, I, okay, it comes to mind. I think, did he ever fight The Rock? Who did? Who? Hart? No. Uh, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They might have. I don't think so, man. I, I'm, there had to have been, because they were there at the same time. There had to have been. <laughs> he won't be in the same building. <laughs> I know he didn't, I know he didn't wrestle Shawn Michaels. He never wrestled Michaels. Who, The Rock? Yeah. Yeah, no, they never, they never. And they don't like each other. There was a lot of just like guys who should have wrestled but never did. Like Guerrero never wrestled Shawn Michaels. Um, Rock never wrestled Shawn Michaels. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to say that Rock never wrestled Hitman either. Rock, let's see. Rock Can you versus... Google has Hitman ever wrestled the Black Dude? <laughs> I'm trying, trying my best. Yeah, Ahmed Johnson. Oh no, Bret Hart versus Rocky Maivia, January thirty first, nineteen ninety seven. Was it a house show? No, they, no TV. They, <laughs> did they use the N word on uh when they did the Nation of Domination stuff? No. Uh, no, I'm, no, 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 D, no. You know what they did? They um, DX tagged up the nation's cl- like changing room, and mm-hmm. I think they wrote some like racist shit on there. Okay, and they blamed it on uh, the disciples of apocalypse. <laughs> We're all gonna see this. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> just put downstream. That's it. Yeah, I don't brown anymore. This is the stuff that we're gonna get on the network. We're gonna get all like. Do you think? Do you think they're making a mistake letting out all the weird, lascivious, and racist stuff in the nineties? No, 90s? I think it's great. They're showing alive it. That stuff is in heavy rotation for like the best of Raw. It is. Like but think about it this way: like if you're if you have like a thirteen year old kid, right, and he's like, "Yo, Dad, seriously, like I love wrestling." I love CM Punk. I love Daniel Bryan. I love John Cena. Let's get this network thing. All right, cool. No problem. And then the kid's sitting there, and he's 13 years old, and he sees um, Braun Panty Man. <laughs> he, sees, he sees Deldy Boys. He sees the Nation of Domination, um, the Godfather, <laughs> Meat, uh, yeah. Goldust. Gold like, dust. All the Goldust stuff. Yeah, and, and, yeah the entire the career. The Weird Dust. How about mm-hmm. Weird Dust? Yeah, the entire yeah. the entire span career of Goldust is yeah. not for children. And just like, what? Like, as a thirteen-year-old, you see Stone Cold like drinking beer and going crazy. You, you're going to want to watch that. That becomes a thirteen-year-old uh, after-hour cinematic. Yeah, basically. You know? Yeah, boobs. like this dude's in a. And also, Mankind uh, completely ruined boiler rooms for me because <laughs> I always think Mankind's in a boiler room. <laughs> sure. Like he's turned like, the camera turn and you see the, the mm. in the corner, <laughs> the rat. I'm looking at why they um, it never happened. Shawn Michaels and The Rock. Because he's also a racist. Yeah. Well, they all are. He's a bigot. So, I, I mean, the network is great. Like, I, I love the stuff on there. It, it's it's unbelievable to see some of this stuff. But you're right. Like, the old Raw stuff. Like, how do you explain that to a kid? Like, so different than now. It was a different time where you wanted to Or maybe see... they watch it and they're like, this sucks. No way, man. I don't know. You can watch any Raw and be like, yo, this is... It's you know you know what it is. It's not the content as the intensity. Like that, like John was saying before, it's the energy that's in the in the arena. Oh yeah, yeah. because of the competition that they had, you know, yeah. and like they had to have like an intense 
friggin' program. Pull out all the stops. I'm surprised they haven't added any Nitro TV. I think in time. I think they're really trying to keep us hooked in. Because if they did release this, I think yeah. a lot of us would work our way through the entire history of wrestling in one sitting. Yeah. That's true. I mean, but, like, they're releasing, like, old Raws, like, obviously. Like, why aren't they releasing old... Like, they have... First of all, WCW, they have all the Saturday Night shit, right? Mm-hmm. They have uh, all the Clash of the Champions, all that stuff. They got Nitro. They got Thunder. They got WCW Worldwide. They have so much... Yeah. To do, because remember, Saturday, even though it was a Saturday night show, that was their main show for years. Yeah, it looks like yeah. Monday Night Wars is coming soon, too. When are they? When, Monday they Night ju- War. Yeah. Monday Night War. Whatever. Next next month. They, uh, they're showing it. Uh, they started showing the um, the commercials uh, like big time on all the uh, the online programming. Yeah. yeah I, uh, with that one taker bit where he's like, we, whatever. I'm excited for that. Home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was watching the, um, the history, like that WrestleMania history thing that they do. Yeah. And they were doing Michaels and... Uh, Austin, mm-hmm. that 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 show is really well produced. Yeah, like how they have the guy doing the narration and how they're telling the story of it. Yeah, uh, really well done. I, I thought that was really cool. I'm also waiting for all the documentaries. The documentaries, I want to see. I want to see. Uh... But they just got good. Those documentaries. Yes, like, they did. Like two years ago, they realized like, okay, enough of this. Like everything is great. This guy is great. That guy is great. I think the Shawn Michaels one was the first one that they were kind of honest about. Like this guy was a total drug addict. Yeah, like he couldn't even function. And they have like a promo of him like all whacked out, but like mm-hmm. knowing that now, you watch any of those old stuff. Everybody was like, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. watching, um, I was watching <laughs> WrestleMania thirteen main event Undertaker versus Sid. Yeah. By the way, that was a really good pay per view too. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels comes out before they both come out, takes up all the heat, and yeah. he does his sexy dance in the ring. <laughs> sexy boy, sexy and this boy. is when he had mm-hmm. to retire with a knee injury. Okay, like he just gave up the belt. <laughs> And he's doing commentary, and, like, he's slurring. Like, mm. he was, in my opinion, what do I know? He sounded really whacked out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm like, holy crap, like, it's WrestleMania, and you're coming out to do commentary. Like, you can't even put words together. Mm. But that's the way it was. They, they were probably all like that. There was also, like, you're coming off a time where it was okay to drive while you're drinking a six-pack. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, like, I'm and sure it, it wasn't, like, you know, you're you're trying to you're trying to put together a circus with, like, these dudes in the back who are just like drinking and drugging all day. Yeah, they're all on, everyone yeah. was on painkillers back then. There wasn't a big focus on fanny packs. Yeah, fanny packs full of drugs. That's where they kept all the all, all their the money. gimmicks, all the gimmicks, <laughs> all the gimmicks. Yeah. Um, you know what I, I really want them to put on the network is uh, the matches with commentary. Like if you watch the Stone Cold mm-hmm. documentary, and he has like a, like four or five of his matches on that DVD that he he, he does commentary with Jim Ross. And then it's awesome. Just listening, like, his WrestleMania 14 match with Shawn Michaels with Stone Cold commentary makes it that much better. You know, they both are really disappointed in that match. Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. especially. Like, he, he actually, like, now in hindsight, like, he was he talking told, about it, yeah. how he he regrets, like, everything leading up to that match. I loved it. he was in so much pain and he was so difficult. And during that documentary, they talk about how that ma- match may not have happened. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he, he had said, like, like there were, he would threaten them and say, "I'm not, I'm not wrestling him." Yeah. Well, so, Stone Cold talked about that at the uh, on his uh, documentary. Yeah, I forgot who was supposed to take his place if he couldn't wrestle. Mike Tyson. No, I, I'm trying to remember who it was. Vince. British Bulldog. Huh? British Bulldog. No, like who was he gonna? He was gonna drop the belt to somebody. Kamala. Brock Lesnar. This is way before. <laughs> uh, I want to say Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Like he would have been like the only one really that could have been in that spot. Because remember there. The, their Ross, like, it was just getting good. Well, yeah, Taker and Kane were in the, the main event yeah. of everything. When I was yeah. playing the uh, WrestleMania 2K14, 
like almost all the pay-per-views that you involved in, like WrestleMania, were all take or gain stuff. Yeah, for yeah. like a long, long period. Of time. Never really got sick of it. They had, no. the, I think, the first Inferno match at WrestleMania 14. Well, that's the whole thing is that they could do all new gimmicks. The two of them, like like now, everything involves fire and new visuals and like Kane looked awesome at that. Awesome. Also, I had no idea he was a libertarian. Uh, did you hear about the insurance thing that he set up? Started his own insurance company. Very strange. And I, it's weird that I could that he would be running for uh, he might be running for office. Good for good for him, man. I'll vote for Kane. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger as a as a governor of California. So, yeah. how bad could it? Be? I want President Kane. President Kane. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> WrestleMania. Let's talk a little bit. It. Let's talk about this. Let's do it. Um, not too many matches announced. No, we know we're getting that the. The uh, Andre the Giant over the top Invitational. <laughs> Four hours, right? Yeah. Four hours. Is that including uh, no pre show? Pre show with both shows. <laughs> it's actually like six hours if you think about it. Yeah. Pre show, oh, so post show. Not including any of that stuff. No, it's four, oh, hours. four hours. You know, you know, you know what? Like, uh, are you are you out of town? I am. All I'm right. in Vegas. When we uh, when we do it, I, you know, it's going to be all day. Yeah. It's going to go from network. We're going to barbecue. Leading. Oh yeah. <laughs> Right in the middle of the apartment. <laughs> yeah, an oil drum. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, unfor- I'm going to be gone that weekend. Too bad. Skype I'm trying to. Fi- I'm trying to find a bar. <laughs> like, I'm actually, Jess and I were looking. She's like, if you want to watch it, like, we should go- all go to a bar and watch it. Like, you I think it'd be cool. You stream on your computer. No, but, like, I want to get, like, the environment, uh, you know? Like, I want to go to a bar to watch it, and I don't know, like, what bar's going to have WrestleMania on in Vegas. Every bar. They'll be. You think so? Yeah, At Vegas, dude. you'll find WrestleMania. You, you know what? You're probably, you'll probably find places where you can bet as yeah, it's I want, happening. That's, I was going to ask you. And that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe I should. But as it's happening? As it's happening. That's happening. Like, what do you mean? How do they do the bets? Go to the betting. The, go to yeah. any of the horse race places or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but, like, how do you bet on wrestling? They, ha- they have slots open yeah. for it. But, like, it's pre determined but you, but you don't know there's, who's gonna there's win there's las vegas odds on that stuff man you still don't know who's gonna win yeah i mean you bet like 20 bucks maybe you get 10 dollars you know in the main event or something yeah like that over the top battle royal i want to put my money on that one yeah put put, put the money on cesaro for me no <laughs> i will give you Big money show. to put on cesaro okay i'll do that yeah i'll do that um but i'm trying to find a place to watch it but it's going to be a long show like you're talking an hour before an hour after mm-hmm. mid shows pre-shows but it is going to be interesting how they do this because this is the first WrestleMania that is not a pay per view, mm, essentially. Kinda, it's still a pay per view. Still pay per view, but not really. <laughs> if just, you, if just described. I'm curious if they're going to start treating the pay per views that way. I think they're going to start calling it events eventually. Eventually, you think so? I think there's going to be. A sh- there's no reason to call it a pay per view. Yeah, we're still paying for it though. Yeah, but you're also paying for everything else too. Yeah, you're paying ten bucks a month for it. For that. I guess you are. I don't know. I guess you are. That's pretty much what you're paying yeah. for. But you're paying you know? for you're paying for access to the vault. What do you think is going to be um, and the extra stuff? Do you think the the Daniel Bryan matches are going to kind of steal the show, or do you think we're going to get like a surprise? I think Bray Wyatt and John Cena is going to be really good. I think it's going to be pretty decent. I think they're gonna. I think there's going to be a lot of hungry mid carders on uh, the Rare Rumble thing, the Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be pretty good. We're going to get the Kofi Kingston spot, obviously. Um, well, it looks like the Outlaws are out of the tag title picture for a while why he hurts back who did uh road dog i think he'll be back in time yeah he yeah. sounded miserable on monday <laughs> um he sounded exactly like woody harrelson from a uh, true detective he did right <laughs> all right <laughs> did. uh who else is gonna be playing for that maybe we'll get cesaro um so daniel brought triple h obviously undertaker yeah. brock lesnar john cena uh Bar- undertaker brock. bray way uh, Andre Giant memorial battle royal you think you're gonna take a brock's gonna be like an hour okay long? confirmed Half participants 
Confirm participants. Go. Big Bounce E, Wagler. Ryback, mm-hmm. Kofi, Damian Sandow, and Curtis Axel. Great. The following matches Cesaro, are also rumored. Cesaro's in also. But not confirmed. Today. Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Adrian Naval, and Bo Dallas versus Jack Swagger, Corey Graves, and The Ascension. What, they're having NXT stuff on there? I think they're going to have at least one NXT thing. They should. I they think should. it's going to be, yeah, yeah it's some of the Adrian Neville, probably. Uh, the, the Usos versus the uh, Outlaws. Christian versus Sheamus. Another possible include <laughs> Big E versus Dean Ambrose to unify mm-hmm. the, the titles. Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins, so possibly mm. for the U.S. title. I want that three. I want that three way dance. Do you want mm. like I yeah, want I it too, but like I don't want it at the same it, time because it means the end of the storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? But that's a good storyline. You know, like when you yeah. But I think I you know we know we're gonna hit that point eventually. We're gonna get that three of those against each other, and it's WrestleMania. I feel like if they don't do this, we're gonna get some crappy like tables, ass, and chairs uh, pay per view. It's nice to see the three of those guys do an incredible mania style match with each other. But we're talking. Oh, yeah. we're probably also going to get AJ versus Natty. Mm, yeah, and AJ's going to lose the title. Yeah. yeah, you think so? Yeah, she's going to get fired. I don't no, think. Fired. I, I don't think there's. You think there's going to be a diva match on? Yeah, 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 there has to be. There has to be. They have to. There has to be an IC match. There has to be a divas match. Yeah, they're going to have to have every yeah. time. I don't think there has to. There's no rules. There will be. Oh, also, we got the pre-show Maybe. and the pre-show and the pre-show. Pre-show match. And the after show. And the after show match. Yeah. And it's only, uh, what, like three weeks away now? Isn't that crazy? It's pretty nuts. Um, I would like a little more solidified mid-card. I would too. And that's the problem. I mean, th- by looking at this, there's nothing that, like, um, there's no mid-card that steals the show in a way. What like, do you think's uh, closing it? Uh, main event. Main, main event. title. Yeah. yeah, because they're going to get the Daniel Bryan holding the title. Uh, but Undertaker Brock Lesnar should be a decent match. I, I think it's like a lot of people. It's interesting how people change their perception on things. Where at first, like two years ago, people were like this is the match we need to see, and now they're like, I don't care about Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. Why? Like yeah. it, it's a good story. Like mm-hmm. who else are you going to give this guy? Like right. who else is the Undertaker going to wrestle? Tom John Cena. Cena. That's it. That's Dan, it. Dan Bryan. Not really. Not really. Why not? Let's look at that. <laughs> I, it's. I don't. Like, I don't want to see that. I do. Do you want to see it? I'd love to see that. That's awesome match. You know why I don't want to see that? Because Big Eye Daniel, Daniel, You don't like the Big Eye Little Guy stuff. I, I do, yeah. when it's done properly. Like, <laughs> Daniel Bryan's... Like, maybe in a couple years. But Daniel Bryan's position right now is the underdog that gets beat up all the time. You put him in front of The Undertaker, nobody's going to believe that match. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's going to believe that there's a possibility for Daniel Bryan to win this. What? John Cena... Kind of believable because he is still if like a big he, mega star. But if he sure. win, if he wins the belt at uh, a Mania, look at what he's gone through. Look at his year. He's yeah, but he's beat, never. He's but he gets beat up all the time. Like he yeah. still gets beat up. Oh, you say so. You're saying like just because of the idea that he's not a threat. He's like, not a threat. He's not a yeah. viable thing. With okay, yeah. they're going to give it, it. Yeah, you feel like it's a buy year for the most part for something like that. There's no option in your mind where like there's no way Daniel Bryan would beat this guy. Yeah, like for me um, because of the way that he's been booked where he's the yeah. underdog, he gets beat up okay. and then he gets on them one time. Mm-hmm. Like John Cena on the other hand, like he's a guy that's always on top. Like he's like a mega mega star. Uh Brock Lesnar another guy, he's a monster. Uh, he's now even though Brock Lesnar loses, he's not booked as a loser. Right. He's still super strong even though he loses. So you got to find somebody that blurs that line of like, you know what, maybe this is the year that he, uh, the streak's broken. But sadly, like, that roster does not have a lot. Like the CM Punk one, it was okay. It was a decent match. 
I don't mm. think they gelled as well as, let's say, Triple H in him. Mm. I think it's also like coming it, off yeah. of the HBK stuff. It's just so hard to top. I mean, he had he had two HBK matches. He had two. Uh, he had four years of like these super matches mm-hmm. where it was you knew he was going to win, but it was like a bloodbath. Like it was yeah. pound for pound an exciting match. I felt like with CM Punk, it wasn't there. He had the better story leading into it. It was yeah, a very good story yeah. leading into it. Very good story. But I just felt like the match, like the match was probably the best match on the card, but it still didn't have it like that. It was missing something. I And I can't tell you what, but as a viewer, I felt like the match was still missing that little tiny thing that would make it into this. Wow. Bray Wyatt Undertaker. A couple years. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that could make sense they, because he has a spooky character. And also, this dude has a lot of wind under his belt. He's a monster right now, him and his team. Yeah. But do you, like, Undertaker, let's say he has another two years. Okay. Say another three years. Like, we do this all the time on the show. Forget about the Sting thing. That's never happening. <laughs> like, forget about that. Forget about, uh, you know who? Kurt Angle. Oh, that'd be awesome. Kurt Angle. And do just, like, ground submissions and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy could definitely put it together for a great match. Uh He's a guy that they've worked in the past. He's a big enough name. Mm. You know, he comes back to take away the streak. Like, that's a name that would do well with this. Absolutely. Um, I, I would much rather see Kurt Angle Cena. If I was Kurt doing, Angle Cena was, was another doing, one like, to say, yeah. Stuff, no, know? I mean, Kurt Angle could do a couple of those. Because mm. he said he's going to be back this summer. Like, he's, he's hinting that he's coming back. I think he'd be a great guy to have, you know, these very short, very protected, one-off matches like you do with Taker. Yeah. He could probably go better than Taker can. Yeah. Kurt Angle, Daniel Bryan. But what do you do when Taker's gone, right? Like, you got a couple years out of him. So what happens when he's finished? Nothing. Like, who takes that legend spot where he's having this match? You know it doesn't mean anything, but everybody watches this because, oh, my God, this is phenomenal. John Cena. No. no he, <laughs> he doesn't have that. He does I mean, a guy, maybe like a guy like Kurt Angle. Put together uh, a stellar match. A Chris Jericho, maybe? I don't think they're going to nah, do something like that. I, I don't think they're going to do a structure like that. I think WWE, if, if anything, they do a good job of moving on beyond something that they've lost. But they also do a good job of transitioning. Like They yeah. went from Shawn Michaels true. transitioning from, in, from Mr. WrestleMania into The Undertaker. Mm. And I think that the next transition is going to be Dana Bryan. Mm. Like He's going to be the attraction of WrestleMania. Like What's, what's he going to do? Gonna, you know? And last year was the like I would say two years ago was the first like Daniel Bryan moment where he got he got beaten in eighteen seconds. Year after that, it was who the, got beaten in eighteen seconds. Daniel Bryan. Bryan he lost the world title in eighteen seconds. To Sheamus. Um, I think it was at your house. We were at your house when that happened. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I and then last year was the tag match when the entire crowd went bananas mm-hmm. for the for um, Team Hell No. Yeah. And this year is going to be him getting screwed out of the title. You think I, that's really, I really feel like something's going to happen. But that would be, I mean, if the they title. do that, like, you just killed your main event. I think he's, you know, I think he's not going to get a clean pin on Triple H. There's going to be interference. And there's also going to be interference in the main event. CM Punk running helps Daniel Bryan beat Triple H. CM Punk running again cost Daniel Bryan the title shot. I think a better story would be that Monday, <laughs> CM Punk shows up and challenges him for the title. Yeah, but that's <laughs> if he's coming back. We'll find out on Talking Dead. I don't think we he's not going to say anything. He's not going to say anything. He's, he's going to bury the company. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Triple H is another guy that's going to have these big matches every year. Yeah. You know, he he could do it for another five, six years at the rate he's going. 
Yeah, but he needs something like he needs something good. He yeah. needs something good for it to be a really good match. He needs something yeah. new. He's been very comfortable in what he's been doing for the last what fifteen mm. years for the most Who, part. Triple H. Yeah. Once you sell into the game character, I've seen no real up and down in terms of like excitement. He no, puts on great matches, but great matches, but he doesn't have that exciting thing. Yeah, you know, like he, he's. It, it's interesting because, like, when you watch him, you know he's a big star, and you watch like, but if you watch like his two thousand four stuff, like mm-hmm. it was just like shoved down your throat yeah. to the point that like, like I get it. I couldn't stand him. Like I was so like he was undefeatable. Like yeah. you couldn't beat him. I, yeah. I was. I, I loved all the mankind stuff between the two of them. But if it, I was really sick of Triple H at that point, like Scott Steiner Triple H, like that Ooh. angle. Did you watch that yet? No. Goldberg I Triple H. You know what, man? Like once I see Scott Steiner stuff, I'm really turned off. Like I don't even want to skin for the novelty. I just don't want to go near it. Yeah. Because I just I know like I I saw like I saw the transformation to Big Papa Pump at the mm. end and the end of WCW. And it really just drove me nuts. Like it, he he was so terrible and really down our throats. You didn't like the chainmail and the sunglasses. Oh, the best was... look of, of all time. Oh. Kissing it, muscles. It's not the chainmail is not a bad thing. Just not for him. <laughs> and it was such a drastic shift. It was like he was Mister Clean Cut for so long, and then he became this mutant. Yeah. You know what I could see happening? The, the freak of nature. The Rock <laughs> taking that position of the Undertaker. Freakzilla. Yeah. So like yeah. Who? Oh, Who? The Rock. He's done. Oh, no, I no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think the next thing he's going to do is going to be uh, Austin. Daniel Bryan. Austin. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. another, Austin has one match. That's Austin. it. But who does he wrestle? That's a good question. Like, Ooh. who does he wrestle? Before I forget, did you guys listen to the Regal uh, Austin interview? Phenomenal. That's no. great. Uh, I could listen to Regal talk about anything. Yeah, he's so soothing. He's very slow. Yeah. Uh, um, I listened to the Big Show one the other day. It was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So, I mean, the, the story was coming out that they want him involved in WrestleMania somehow. Uh, John Cena on his podcast was kind of fishing for him to say, like, hey, let's WrestleMania, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen within the next two years. Yeah. I feel like if it really does happen, it's going to happen at 32. Okay. In Texas Stadium. Uh, Cowboy Stadium. 31. 32. San Jose next year. Yeah. Uh, where is it next year? I I'm, I thought it was no. in uh, Cowboy Stadium. Next 32 year. is Cowboy Stadium. Okay, mm. I'm almost convinced it is. I'm almost 100 percent because that they, they want to do 100,000 people. They want to break the attendance record. The original attendance record they wanted to break was WrestleMania seven, and the you know the story about how um, originally it was going to be Hogan Warrior Part two, mm-hmm. WrestleMania seven main event, and they were going to sell out uh, whatever field where the Dodgers play. I think. And they wanted to get a hundred thousand people there. They had it planned, and the Warrior did so bad as a world champion. They took the title off of him, and the main event was Sergeant Slaughter Hulk Hogan. There was no way you're selling a hundred thousand seats with Sergeant Slaughter Hulk Hogan. So they yeah. moved it to, I guess, uh, you know, the smallest stadium. And they they said the story was that there were so many death threats for Slaughter that it was a safety concern. Um, That's how they kind of justified moving it there. Did you hear that awful story about Warrior that Bret Hart told? No, which one? About, like, they brought over this kid that uh, he was very sick. He was like, a, it was like a Make-A-Witch situation where they kept him in the hallway. Like, he was supposed to meet Ultimate Warrior. He was, he was wearing the Warrior face paint. His family was there. And everyone, all the wrestlers are coming by and, you know, talking to him and, you know, meeting the kid. And Warrior just, like, you know, they asked him, like, you know, Warrior, he's... You know, the kid's waiting for you. 
and he's like, oh, I'll get to him when I fucking want to get, you know, when I'm, I have time for him. And then when he was coming out, when it's the opportune time for him to come out like full warrior and say what's up to this kid, they move the kid out of the hallway to not interfere with, with, uh, what an ass. And like Bret Hart said, like, he is one of the worst human beings I've ever met. And I've met a lot of terrible, terrible human beings. That's, that's an interesting story. I read yeah. a, I read a, a story from a writer about, um, his interactions with warrior, oh, an old photographer. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that, um, he would tell Bret Hart when Bret Hart was on the rise to fame, like, oh, you really have to interact with the crowd, man. Like, uh-huh. you have to be the superstar. Yes, yes. And he mentioned to somebody, like, Warrior never did any of that stuff. He yeah. would just grab his bags and leave and yeah. not be cool. Well, you, well, the, the we had the letter this year, you know, all the letters between Vince McMahon and, uh, and Warrior come yeah, out. Weird. And back in the day when the internet was still being born with the, with the wrestling community, uh, we had, like, him being possibly, you know, taken in by WWF or WCW at that time mm-hmm. and he was really incredibly vocal and a complete mental psychopath mm-hmm. on his own website ultimatewarrior.com or whatever it was and he was always like oh Vince McMahon this and Ted Turner and screw this guy I'm a, I am the universe mm-hmm. <laughs> I am the universe <laughs> I'm excited to see this dude again on uh, I am no. on programming do you he's think so we're going to see him at Mania <laughs> do you think he's going to do like a spot in Mania yeah yeah. he's selling a in, lot in of the, merchandise in the, in the warrior outfit absolutely I, I would th- love that I think that t-shirt is so awesome what does he do? What does he interrupt? He interrupts Hogan. Hogan. And and th- that's the main event. <laughs> I think, no, I don't think he's going to interrupt Hogan. I think if you, you know had what? a face-to-face, it would blow the roof off the place. I got it. I got it. Got Go. it. I got it. Go. Got it. Ding, ding, ding. Don't the clown. Um, John Cena beats uh, Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wyatts come out, mm-hmm. start beating on him. Hogan comes, does his puffing, huffing, whatever. They're beating on Hogan. And oh, here comes would, Warrior. Hogan would never let that happen. No, nah. here comes Warrior, and they do the WrestleMania Nine spot. No, they would. No, they hold hands, and no. they would never. No they would way. never have Warrior rescuing Hogan. There was no way Hogan would no. allow it to happen. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe Hogan's had two two weeks now of big blubbers on air. There's no, <laughs> and no one's telling him he's doing anything wrong. It's true. It's not happening. I think that's also Hogan's way of just burying the company. Whatever, brother. Because, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, you know you're what done, you're yeah. doing. You've done this before. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, three-man battle royale, dude. <laughs> three. yeah, you, you've been talking about this crap all of your life. <laughs> 40 years. <laughs> three-man band, dude. He's... <laughs> the right place at the right. Do you remember the right gay at the right time promo? Yeah. Right do you know about that? Right, yeah. Okay, he's getting a promo on Vince McMahon, and I don't know why they left it on SmackDown. It wasn't a live SmackDown. They just left it, mm-hmm. and he messed it up so bad that they didn't even bother with the edit. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you, "You tell me, I was just the right gay at the right time at the right guy." And Vince is like, "What? Maybe he, maybe he's just that dude." <laughs> you know, but you got to also remember these Dude. guys cut promos on pre-recorded shows most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they didn't cut live promos like they do now. I don't know how I feel about his black pants. I don't like him in black He's pants. He's wearing black pants this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want. I want like the tights. Like, put just put the tights on. I don't man. like the Jordans on. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, Pander. Jordans on too. Yeah. For me. I, I, don't, I don't like the yellow sunglasses. Those try, kind of drive me. Nuts. They're tiny on his head. And yeah. the boas, like the boas, are, I like the, I, boa. the worst thing they could have done. Let it go, man. He's when been wearing he... a boa for twenty I years. Can't <laughs> twenty years of boa. I don't boas care. Hogan. I do not accept the boas. My dog hates Hogan. You hate Hogan, Spence? He does. <laughs> Look at him. Look how he's reacting Ooh. to it. Do you hate him or do you love him, Spencer? He doesn't even know what to say right now. I uh, <laughs> I did before Hogan came back. I had that moment where I was like, "Oh yeah, Hogan." I'm, I was excited about Hogan, and then of course, when you see this guy, you get complete deflated. 
Why? Do you, because it's just It reminds never... me like what I what I went through for like the many years of watching him do NWO stuff. Come on, dude. Oh, that he would come out, he'd do the guitar thing, and then he would go to cut a promo, and you're like, oh, God. It was, it, that was the original trolling. Yeah. Like that, like NWO crap oh, yeah. was like the OG <laughs> trolling. It was just like, oh, my God, I can't 45-minute leave... entrance. Yeah, and doing nothing. Like, doing, doing nothing. Absolutely nothing. Standing on someone, being some guy, poor, some poor dude down, and staying on top of him. And then, yeah, and then I was watching the bell a lot for of twenty four hours. Just, mm. so, you know what's a bizarre, down. <laughs> a, a bizarre, bizarre thing is Macho in WCW. Like, oh, it's awful. It's really, I feel it's so almost bad. yeah. Like, it's sad for him because you. Fe- mm. I feel like, like this guy could never. He would never be the main guy ever, ever, ever. It is yeah. impossible for him to ever be the main guy. He was in these weird angles. Uh, like, this is even before, like, the Gorgeous George thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's when he got Bizarro. Yeah. Like, he went into, like, Bizarro world, and it was weird. But, like, to transition to that, like, it's just, like, this guy is here, and he's doing his best. And, like, every match, he's getting buried by the NWO. And then yeah. he joins them. Yeah, and, no, the, the logic <laughs> behind all the joinings. Right? Like, I never yeah. got that. Like, I never got the logic of you're getting your ass kicked by them every week. And, like, mm-hmm. you're not getting over on them at all. Like, they're destroying you. But they also kind of played it like, oh, he's always been in on it. Like, they always, they, whenever someone switched, it was yeah. all, they always played it like he was always in on it. But, like, it's a little, so it's a little hard to believe. murdered every, every, well, every yeah, yeah. It's a little hard to believe when you're getting beat up by a baseball bat. There was no logic behind right. it. Ha- all right. I got, I got a good one yeah. for you. Um, what if there was no Hogan? Would Macho be the number one guy? If there was no Hogan, ever. You're talking Ever. like he just never exists in professional wrestling. Yeah. It'd be a totally different world of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't but think there, we would have gotten that transition from like wrestling to wrestling. It might have been a better place. Uh, if there was no Hogan, uh, Paul Orndorff would have gotten his position. You think so? Oh, yeah. You yeah. think it would Big have been Mr. Man. Wonderful? Big body man, yeah. What about Superstar? Uh, Superstar Billy Graham was was gone already. I yeah. mean, you're you're talking about like the 80s, like yeah. let's say 84, right? Let's say let's say Hogan existed, but Hulkamania never happened. You know, what my experience with uh, Superstar mm. Billy Graham was what all the years watching that guy go through surgery on uh, on superstars. Yeah, it's like oh man, look at his bicep being. And then he up. came back as like the kung fu guy, <laughs> yes. and he was like 120 pounds. You're like, this is not the same guy. Yeah, yeah. But what a talent! Like, first of all, decent wrestler, Superstar? not amazing. Deep, mm. like for what he was for a big body guy, tremendous decent, guy. But holy shit, his promos. And you mm-hmm. listen to him now, and it's not even the same guy. Yeah. Like, it's not even recognizable. Yeah. Uh, no Hogan. Hogan 84 never happened. Or maybe or maybe Hogan 84 happens, but he just leaves. It's just lackluster. Let's say it's lackluster. Uh, Andre would have been, like, the big guy. Yeah. You would have had Andre. You would have never had those weird acquisitions. Like, I, I think this entire universe falls have, apart. I don't think you would have Warrior if that, at that point. Because Hogan made okay for you to be a subpar wrestler with a big body, and yeah. that was it. But you also have to remember that Hogan was essential to the boom in professional wrestling. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. This concept of what we have is wrestling as a spectacle rather than going to the Mid South Coliseum to watch, like you know, Dusty versus but a random guy. But Macho Man is a viable person that can do the crossover stuff, and he always has. Yeah. Uh, I think that Macho, in turn, I think the problem with Hogan and Macho, and you're, you're completely right about this whole topic, is because they did occupy the same space and there wasn't enough room for both but of them. But it was so right. different. Yeah, and but like if if Macho was the main guy, I think it would have been a, a greater place because this was a dude mm-hmm. who could do all the stuff, the the visual stuff that yeah. Hogan do. I mean, he called to the crowd. He do, you know he was crazy looking and he was like awesome. He looked and he great. Could wrestle. Yeah, and he had a valet on top of everything. Yeah. 
and he can wrestle. That was the whole thing. It would have it would have developed other another scope of how wrestling developed in the eighties. So mm-hmm. now you would have seen the Von Erichs a lot more, a lot more in the Von yeah, Erichs. Yeah. But but let's say Hogan did happen, and you know in eighty eight. He wanted to retire. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he had made a lot of money. He had his four year run. He was kind of getting tired of this. And that was the whole concept of Macho and him, you know, like in 87 with like Macho taking over. I think the problem was if Macho was the main guy over Hogan, mm-hmm. uh, which he was never going to let that happen, first of all, right? We, we know that. I think it would have been a different, different world when it came to the quality of a match mm-hmm. this this concept of what we got in the 90s with like the Shawn michaels and the bret hearts would have happened a lot earlier and mm-hmm. a lot of these guys that did not deserve to be there would not have existed mm-hmm. but you also have to remember a lot of these characters were created like the undertaker character was created to beat hogan right that was the purpose of this like a monster guy to defeat hogan Is so that, was his first appearance as a hogan team on survivor series no nah. it, it was uh it was ted dibiase yeah. but like that was the concept of introducing a big guy mm. it was to fight hogan but macho it's it's weird what happened to him because like in the 90s he disappeared yeah like after 92 macho didn't have any major programs like he wrestled flair 92 93 and then what did he do for another year commentary. nothing he did slim jim stuff he did commentary but like vince and that was weird. Why didn't he want him in the main events? Why didn't he want him wrestling? I think it was Hogan's influence. Hogan was gone. I don't care. I, I think at, the same, at some point he laid in his brain that Macho was a little bit too smart for it and that Vince really couldn't meld him into the, the mindless monster well, that he needed. The, the Macho factor on what the happened. Macho factor. Because yeah. uh, I was watching his brother do an interview, and this is a story that's been told, is that Macho was like a team player for years. Like He was mm-hmm. the guy, and that's why he was getting this push. And it was an event in New Jersey, and it was like this old-timers battle royal they were having at a house show. It wasn't even like a taping. And he, he wanted his father in it. He wanted it because it was all of his father's friends from like that era that were in it. And he said, you know, when is the next last – this is probably going to be the last time that they're all going to see each other. My dad is getting older. Like they're all getting older. They're not communicating. Like I want my dad there in the match. Yeah. And he told the office, and the office said, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. The time came to do it, and this was his favorite. He's like, just, I'm asking you for guys for a favor. Just have him there. Like, have him just in the match. Get rid of him quickly. I just want him there. And they said, no problem. At the last minute, like, yeah, we're going to pass on your dad. And that was the moment that he said, I will never do anything for this company again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's business. Yeah. Now it's just business. I get it now. And that's when he, like, hated the business. Like, that macho that we know of, that's when the switch happened for him. Give me the crap. That's when he left. No, he he left way after, but like he was like there was no loyalty for him anymore. It led up to it too, and plus, like you have to throw in the whole thing about how he wanted to have that program with Shawn Michaels and say like I'll retire after this. Let's build this guy up. Oh man, yeah. I think they had like a few matches and one that made it to like DVD, Um, which was an excellent match. You know what what hurt Macho Man also through his career? Freaking cowboy hat. Oh, I love the cowboy hat. I hate that look, man. My my favorite. I've said it over and over again. My favorite is bandana. Like WCCW, big <laughs> yeah, big, big, the big skirt, the big mm. poncho, or like the original, like OG, you know, like uh, NWA, WC, WCCW stuff yes. with like the bandana. I like, the I t-shirt. like the the Macho King. Macho King was Macho awesome King was great. Yeah. But I, I never knew about the HBK stuff until you guys told me about yeah. it. Yeah. That would have been such an awesome program, right? What yeah. a great and what a great way to like pass the torch to this guy, you yeah. know, like. You're solidifying him. But I also think that was the era where Vince McMahon, first of all, he wasn't in the right mind because of that loss. The, mm-hmm. the He was essentially going to go to prison for 10 years. Right. 
but I don't think he had transitioned into that mindset where like big guys, we don't need them. Mm. Like, and Bret Hart talks about that all the time. Where like even during the steroid era, like Vince was still like, you got to be big, you got to be big, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> muscles you know like he wanted that and that's why he would bring in like these guys like mm. sid for example sid was gigantic sid was a gigantic I love, guy I, sid. I don't care what anyone says uh, sid. he was but he was mm. good like for the role yeah but when you talk about match quality sid is not gonna have a five-star match no. ever ever i remember in the, yeah. when i was a kid and i saw the sid justice stuff i was like in love with that angle I don't know anything about it. Sid Justice to, said vicious. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if it's stand up to the test of time, but back then I was like, yeah, jean jacketed Sid, Sid Justice. All right, guys. We got 10 never, minutes. Never liked it. Never liked it. I I, uh, uh, when you think about it, also, the 90s probably had the biggest dudes uh, Sid, Diesel, Razor, Hogan, um, Giant Gonzalez. Wrestling for the Company. A lot of big Giant guys. Giant Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, Yokozuna. Yoko, Yoko was very wide. Yeah, he was just. But it was still like dude. the Carney yeah. era, you know. Like yeah. I still call that the Carney era, where you had to have these like gigantic weirdos that you like watch. You're like, wow, that's weird. Like you're not, mm. you're never going to see that again. Like the Big Show, for example. If the Big Show was around in the territory days, mm. this guy would have been just like an undefeatable yeah. giant. Yeah. Like they always talk about, oh, well, WCW ruined him, and WWE ruined him, like. W- WWE essentially did exactly what WCW did, where they have this like monster of a guy that you'll never see again. Mm. Like they only come around once every thirty years, and you just make him into a regular guy. That's gonna happen when you see the guy every week. Andre, that didn't happen to Andre because he was like you bring him in, and you're like, oh my god, and that was it. He was brought in once well, every eight months, and yeah. he was gone. That was you know Undertaker brought forward like the the slim. Uh, big guy who yeah. actually moved fast, and mm-hmm. and then Kane kind of perfected that later on. But like when his when he first started out, Kane was so tight and so yeah. quick. Yeah. But I think that we got the exact opposite with uh, with Diesel, where he was like a slimmer big dude who could move like garbage. Yeah, it's slow. Did, he, was he always? I that never slow? know. I never noticed that he is. I I started watching a lot of the old like Big Daddy Cool stuff. A lot of knees, like the the it's, hip knee. Yeah, it's just weird because he he moves around like he's brittle, mm. like he's completely brittle. He has no idea what to do with his legs. Great look, you great, can, look. great look. You can tell you can tell like who Vince loves. It's all yeah. like they he, all have that great look. Cool, uh, cool dude, cool loves, dude number five loves Kevin Nash, and you can see why. Good looking dude, yeah. giant made of muscles. Yeah, right? um, charming guy. Uh, Austin, love him. Love Austin. Um, big muscle. Just big money. Rick Rude. Money. <laughs> money. Uh, Rick Rude. I, think, I don't know if Vince loved Rick Rude. <laughs> he definitely didn't love uh, No. Hogan. Yeah. Loved Hogan. Loved Warrior. Hogan. Huge dude. Warrior. Charm. Warrior. Yeah. Um, John Cena. Bice. Triple H. John Cena. John Cena. I love John Cena. Uh, John Cena. John Cena is nuts, and he plays he plays that role very well. But he's, well. he's like a robot. He's yeah. not real. Yeah. yeah. I, I just listened to the interview where he's telling Stone Cold that he's learning Mandarin Ugh. so he can sell WWE to, to, uh, to China. Yeah. I, know. I, I wish he busted out some Mandarin. Did you, did you watch, do you watch uh, House of Cards? No. Do you watch House of Cards? Yeah. He's like, you know, it's like always the people who are like way ahead of the game. Like, they're in the business. Like, I'm going to learn Mandarin. I'm going yeah, yeah. to conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Blackberry on me. Yeah. I'm sending five emails as we speak. Yeah. Uh, One, but, two, three, four, five. You see how ahead I am? Uh, Synergy. Uh, <laughs> uh, John Cena, I- I've also really, it's gotten on my skin with the promos he's been doing. Cause it's always like, I know you guys hate me, but I'm going to pander now. Check how much this guy sucks. Okay, so let me, let me before oh. I wrap up that that promo that he cut yeah. on the Wyatts. It, like, yeah, I went talked about that. Like, stuff. Get, yeah. it, it real like first of all, this guy is over. Uh, 
Brayway. Brayway's over. Mm. Like he's still like he's a creepy guy and like you know, like that that whole like creep factor works from the spookiness works. Spooky. John Cena comes out and he's like, Yeah, and you got this shitty shirt on, you look like a Hawaiian guy and and then he starts singing a song. I'm like, you just buried this guy's gimmick where like you you told us not to take it serious. First of all, correction. Sure. It was Jimmy Buffett, and he was singing Margaritaville. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, fine. But could you imagine if that promo was cut on a guy like The Undertaker? Someone's like, someone comes out and be like, "What are you? Are you a zombie? Are you are you I just want, a weirdo that puts on white makeup?" Like, I want somebody to pull his card and say you look like a giant baby to John Cena. He does look like a giant I know, baby. But I, you know, if you're going to make fun yeah. of anyone's clothing, he looks like he his like he he's a baby that has really bad yeah, parents, yeah. and they dress him up awful. Or he's like a little baby that got hit with like a, a growing ray. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, the thing I, I really wish Hogan leaned into him and was like, brother, you're not the rock. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, that shit doesn't work. And it doesn't work on a guy when you're trying to tell a story about how, you know, these guys are like this backwoods, creepy guys. And then here comes John Cena. He's like, huh, you're wearing a Halloween mask. Oh, well, see you guys later. Peace out. <laughs> ah, it's the worst. Cause he's not, uh, it's so, it's unbelievable. Like dismissive. again, he's not, it's, it's so dismissive. dismissive. Rock is one of the only guys who can get away with being dismissive and making the joke. That's his character. About him, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a shtick. Cena is the guy who's like the good guy. Hey man, uh, never give up. Never give up. Always <laughs> give up. <laughs> I would like to see him get, become John Wyatt. And John Wyatt. He has to grow a beard. That'd be great. <laughs> did you did you hear the the uh, John Cena joke about Lent? No. Uh, what did he give up for Lent? What? Nothing, because he never gives up. <laughs> <laughs> hate him. I don't hate him. I don't him. hate him either. But I just I, I <laughs> the hate dismissiveness. I, I hate yeah, him. It's, it's, like Hogan never did that. Like I, Hogan's promos. Like even The Rock though. Like Rock was dismissive. Like with Jericho, for example. Mm. Remember that whole segment? But like he didn't tell him like you're a joke. You know what it is? Yeah. You know what it is? I feel like it's such a wasted opportunity with Cena. Because we're, we're in such an era where we're, we're so involved in against the machine. You know, we had mm. CM Punk walk out. We have Daniel Bryan being the representative of buried angles. And then, mm. like, the fans actually made this dude into the position that he is now. And John Cena is the company man. Mm. But he's the unacknowledged company man. Yeah. And, like, we, like, the crowd is singing to him. They hate him. They want to tear him apart. But they just don't utilize him to the point where, like, I mean, oh. that's a turn, though, right? Like, yeah. that's a turn. That's be, a Hogan turn. Would it be amazing if it, he loses at... WrestleMania, and then he's the one that interferes it, with. And Brian. you know what he does? He drops awesome. a leg on drops Brian. Drops a leg on Brian. Yeah. Drops the leg on yeah. Brian. Like, look at that. And Hogan's on the outside, but like, no, brother. Or John, or John, he wins the belt, Whoa, and John Cena brother. manifests the the money in the bank thing in his yeah. hands. <laughs> and he cashes it in. But like, well, that would be great, though. You know what I mean? Like, Hogan's on the outside because he's total scramble happening. Okay. Main event, total scramble happening. The the authorities out, and Hogan's coming out going, you can't do that, brother. You know, doing that, walking down. John Cena runs out, and he looks at John Cena, brings John Cena in. Daniel Bryan's on the floor. John Cena goes in the le- in the ring, drops the leg on him. Do you think? That'd be fantastic. And if yeah. the show ends on Hogan's face, Hollywood Hogan. <gasps> do you think? Do you think that Hogan's ruining a really cool match between Bray and? Uh... Yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, having him involved in this thing is just a total ruiner. Oh, I don't think 100%. it's a ruiner. I think it's so like this is the thing I doesn't like about, fit the storyline at all. And now that's what I like about Hogan so much is that you can put this guy in anything, and even though it'll be horrible, it'll still be great. Just watching him just interfere with something. <laughs> I want him to like. I want the interest me to be Return of Hollywood Hogan. 
Yeah. And, just, like, and just do air guitar for 25 minutes. <laughs> and uh, Hollywood John Cena. <laughs> no, but like, you know what? Protégé. That would be awesome. If he yeah. comes yeah. out with a painted on beard and does the uh, whole Hollywood thing, that'd be yeah. he doesn't even. Ha- you know what? He doesn't even have to. He drops the leg and Hogan's whole thing is like, brother, I made that mistake 20 years ago. <laughs> You turned your. I turned my back on these people. They dropped the leg like, on him, and then and then nobody. Did, he can't even. He just Cena, takes his leg and tries to. Cena drops the leg on himself. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how great that would be! You're talking about heat, right? Like yeah. you talk about just monster. Holy shit! You pissed all of us off, but like mm. in a good way. Like it's not yeah. like we're so disgusted by it. Be like, oh my god! I can't believe they did it finally. That would be the finish with Hogan just standing on the outside, looking in, and everybody's surprised this, that he did this. The, the, the heel turn is going to be so tremendous. It has to be tremendous. It's going to be like the Hogan, yeah. the Hogan like, turn. Like, you can't have him come out and be like, I challenge you for the title, and then he tells his fans to screw off. Like, you can't do that. Well, it has to be like this. Like, he has to turn. Like, kids need to be crying on the floor. I, yeah. get, I got yeah. excited when he does that stuff. Where he says it every once in a while where he's like, I'm the guy you got to go through to become the top guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that becomes part of. Like you know, his gimmicks. Yeah, because he's been saying that a couple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. yeah, he's been slow, and he, like his mood changes. And he turns into like kind of an asshole at that point, and that would be opportune for that for like a heel. Turn. I got very mm-hmm. excited at my booking for the finish of WrestleMania where he drops the leg. Yeah, boner, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I did. You made up for your uh, your your I manifesto did. that you did, but that was good, right? <laughs> that was good. Oh, <laughs> I love which, that. which manifesto? The did four you know? the four page manifesto you did. <laughs> oh my god, you of, hated of that. rebooking the yeah, NWO. You know what the problem with that is? I don't. I honestly think like that's what they did like they just got drunk on a saturday night but like and then ted dibiase shows up in the crowd and yeah. we're gonna have a pay-per-view with really shitty lighting well look at mm. look at the uh you know the the, the classic like nwo monday night show when they took over and giant showed up and they ripped the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole like yeah console apart yeah. the uh that goes Skinny on hogan that goes on forever oh and, my God, and all does. four of them have no idea what they're doing like yeah. they, scott hall can't put the the headphones on they can't get audio and it goes on forever. You're like, what am I watching? The only thing I yeah. remember is like those cliche lines that they're doing. They're like, you want some? Come get, get some. The- and then Hogan's going, and we're the bad guys. Yeah. And then Scott Hall and then Kevin Nash is like messing up, messing up his adjectives and nouns. I don't know why we were so yeah. excited That's about That's the this. best line, by the way. It was 40 minutes long. Yeah, they I don't- pulled apart that desk for a while. They did. They, took- <laughs> they had so much trouble with the sign and everything. Yeah, but Hogan looked like such a dick. It's so great. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. I think that I was so engaged with it because it was it was breaking the rules for the most part. Yeah. Because this was a really weird version of Hogan I've never seen before. So, I want Evil John Cena in the worst way. Yeah. He's, oh he's man, I'm so excited for this. That I hope will, they'll listen. Hey, listen, somebody book. It's like WWE. I know somebody there listens because we get a viewer from Stanford, Connecticut, every week. Oh, yeah. That's listening to the show. Hopefully, it's him. I I I'm John, so it hoping. Is John Cena. I'm hoping. It's like they're like saying, like, oh my God, that's brilliant. It's Linda McMahon. It's Linda McMahon. <laughs> uh, but quick Kevin Nash thing during that when they're tearing <laughs> apart the set, yeah. when they first debuted and they were making fun of WCW, and he's like, this is where the big boys play, right? Hey, play. <laughs> Look at the adjective. Play. Play is a verb. <laughs> <laughs> big dummy. Yeah. Play is a verb. It is a verb. Big dummy. Big dummy. <laughs> you make dummy. That would be a great gimmick. Big dummy Kevin Nash. He doesn't know his adjectives. He can't write in cursive. Yeah. <laughs> The Cena heel turn though is going to be his twilight. I think that's going to be the reinvention of his career. Like that's oh yeah, but you know what? I think they could milk another two years. Like that's oh, yeah. how they're seeing it. They're like, well, we have to like almost forty to milk yeah. this like good guy John Cena. But like, talk about a pivotal pivotal moment in the company where like the authority is like evil, and here comes John Cena to save Daniel Bryan because he's been backing Daniel Bryan, and he's the one who lays him out. 
awesome stuff and cost him the title. Mm-hmm. And now you have this like weird alliance between Randy Orton, Batista, and John Cena I'd and the that. authority. Hogan's on the outside. Losing his mind. Give it a Hogan, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, but that's the whole point. He showed up that's for what, one day. No, but that's what Hogan did. Like uh-huh. you're, you're telling the story, but like he's like, <laughs> totally. And then and then he premiered the Monday Night War. <laughs> and then and then like the next Monday, you're like, oh my god, what do you do? I love your Hogan impression. I love your freaking <laughs> out. Yeah. He's just trying to rip his shirt, but he can't because he's so bad. He's, par- he's paralyzed. By I, him. I fully believe the Boers are just a gradual thing where his authorization really kicks in and he yeah. can't tear his shirt off, so he's not going to wear a shirt. He just flaps the boa. He's going to nail the boa. You know what else he's doing? He's doing like the no, like he, the angry. He's like slapping the mat. Like, and that's it. That's how WrestleMania ends with John Cena standing in the ring. Yeah. You know what I want? I want every uh, every Hogan appearance for him to rip a new shirt open. Oh, and Lawler <laughs> screaming, "Whose side is he on? Whose side is he on?" <laughs> and then Sting. Yeah, and then Sting comes down. He's Never flying from the rafters. Never gonna happen. And then a bunch of motorcycles with Eric Bischoff, and then the entire the entire arena breaks apart, and it's really at Sturgis. Oh man, <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing! It's like, dude, you thought you were in an arena? Yeah. You're in Sturgis. You're in South Dakota, brother. <laughs> All right, guys, we gotta we gotta end. This. All right. Oh God! All right, Matt, man, uh, it was a show. This is what we yeah, did. It was a show. show. <laughs> it's still a show, kind of. The Hogan Ether got turned on. The coffee kicks in around this time. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Uh, go to website gfknetwork.com. Uh, guys, subscribe to the show, please. <laughs> I'm watching a please. promo. Oh God! Someone just posted a hysterical image of Hogan and uh, him holding holding a head. That's Triple A Man Moonfall. That's yeah. me. Oh, is that you? Yeah. That's Great me. picture. <laughs> That's me. Oh, is All that right, the guys. one where he's uh, using uh, his head? Yeah. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Matt Men Podcast, Facebook, Matt Men Podcast. We're constantly posting. John and I and Rich are constantly posting stuff on our Facebook page. Uh, a lot, a lot going on the next couple of weeks. Did you do the TSO, the, the toss, uh, AOL toss? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. Good. That was a good yeah. one. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, stay, stay tuned. If you're watching live, behind the counter up next, there'll be a couple of wrestling references, I promise. Good night, everybody. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.